On today's show, we're going to talk about updates from the EPA, good news for solar energy customers in Arkansas, and a ton more. Check out the place. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Oh, yeah. It is time for the Arkansas AgCast 2023 number one episode. Music kind of gets me pumped up. It does. Excited. I always, I'll play some air drums, man. Bob my head. <laughs> Have fun with it. air guitar, too, you know. Hey, nobody plays an air guitar solo like me. I'm just going to tell you. In my mind. Certified. <laughs> Look at this place. Man, brand new. Golly, new there's me, so much least. new happening. We got a new set. Yeah. No binders, no no library books anymore. Yeah, I know. Encyclopedias are gone. Yeah, well, we uh, we cleaned up the joint <laughs> a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so first things first. Uh, welcome, John McMahon. Thank you, thank you. So uh, happy to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to have you on the podcast. Um, you know, we've we've talked uh, in the last several uh, episodes. We've talked about changes that are coming. I literally had no idea that we would make all the changes in. Uh, on the first episode yeah. of week one. So uh, congrats to the Arkansas AgCast team, Matthew Magdafrau, Brian Pistol. Awesome job. Um, for sure. pulling all this together, like, right off the bat. It was a busy time. It was... Uh, Nothing going well, on. Well, yeah, I mean, a little busy. Yeah. It was quiet around here, <laughs> but we were busy over the holidays. I mean, uh, yeah, Matthew has done an outstanding job. So. Well, look, I have to admit it. Like, I left for Christmas. And just like left you guys in the in the wing, I show up and this is here. Yeah, and it's kind of uh, man, it's exciting. It's where the magic happens. Well, it looks good. Big applause for you guys. Oh my goodness! Big applause for you guys. Uh, this is this is awesome. It's incredible. Um, Matthew built this thing by hand. He did. Um, so big props. Do you Even, have one of those old crank screwdrivers, or do you have yeah. Dewalt? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> he's 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 an old school kind of. Yeah, he, uh, he even took the photography. So, oh, he took this photo. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Photography. Yeah. Logo by yours truly, and then you know the set design. So, there you go. Looks good. Tell team me. team effort. We're uptown. That's right. We're uptown. That's all I gotta say. Well, John, you are here not as the first time on the podcast. Second time, I believe. Yeah. Definitely the first time delivering the news. True. Yeah. Yes, I agree. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do here. I am a director of commodity activities and economics yeah. here in the CRA department. Uh, I've got soybeans, soybean promotion board, and specialty crops. So kind of the local foods specialist, self-proclaimed yeah. a little, Yeah. you know, here. And you did that before you came here. I did. I did. I was at Extension for three years yeah. uh, under Dr. Ron Rainey. Yeah. where we did did a lot of specialty crop kind of business planning, financial aid type resources, enterprise budgets, uh, kind of not so much as keeping people in business, but trying to keep people from making a bad idea. Yeah, you know, that okay. happens a lot. So yeah, you uh, you go into some things thinking one thing, and it comes out completely different. Yeah. So, well, my concern is that as an economist, you're going to bring way too much uh, 
seriousness to the show <laughs> and well, try the, and keep us the, in line. I'm not the biggest stats guy in the world, so you don't have to worry about that. But uh, I like to say that we're we're about as right as meteorologists <laughs> in the economics world. You know, we can we can be right fifty percent of the time and still be you know right. Heck yeah, still be Nobody valuable. Gets mad, you know? Yeah. Well, what's cool is we've reported on your work a couple of times. Yeah. Certainly, Mississippi River level impacts, uh, drought impacts on cattle yep. uh, industry over the summer. I mean, so you've always sort of been podcast adjacent. We're just having you on yeah, uh, it's uh, it's nice to be in person and yeah through through the, the podcast and sit on paper now yeah man you know? well we love it we're excited to have Live you action. um yeah and the first show of the year so uh it's a new year 2023 i know there's a lot of hopes i th- feel like since 2020 everybody's like oh my gosh let's you know let's have a good year this next yeah. year <laughs> um how's your year going so far, so good. We're in, what, day uh, five yeah. of the new yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's good. Holiday season was good. Um, yep. The, we had our first day of daycare. We got a three-month-old. So Yeah, uh, I was going to ask. New baby in the house. Yeah, so how was Christmas yeah. with a new baby? Little Anthony's doing great. He got a bunch of new toys. Um, you know, he's only three months, so yeah. these toys are kind of, you know, future play toys. Okay, really, okay. Really, yeah. but uh, – it was really neat seeing him, you know, kind of bounce around. And yeah, for sure. Laugh and giggle, and it was a lot of fun. I think our kiddo was around three months. Yeah, you know, for her first Christmas. That too. was my question: Is what do you get a three month old for Christmas? Yeah. You know, it's whole bunch of tummy time stuff. Yeah, college fun. Yeah, yeah. Know. yeah well, you know, that's something you don't think's valuable until yeah. you turn eighteen. Yeah, I remember. Uh, probably going to date myself a little bit, but I remember every Christmas we got a um, a bond. Uh, what were those things called? Uh, a savings bond from my grandparents yeah. every year and uh and stuck that in the old safety mm-hmm. deposit box and things like that, that and it was always so boring but it eventually <laughs> was like man i'm really kind of glad i have that hey, that's, that's, that's the gift that keeps on giving and no yeah. doubt no mm-hmm. doubt uh i'll tell you not to uh throw any shame towards my parents but we decided to use it to buy a computer yeah um because i'm that age it's like oh well computer is a big purchase now and uh, I'm sure that money was probably uh, outdated and useless within two years. <laughs> computers were moving back then. That's when gateway stores were a big deal. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, like, I mean, this is the 90s, you know. Right. So, I mean, so, anyhow. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, buddy. Yes, sir. So, anyway, uh, well, cool. We, we had a good holiday. We um, really didn't do much. We relaxed and uh, spent no some travel. time at home. No, we we hosted. Yeah, um, we're gonna travel this weekend. See my see my parents over in the Delta and celebrate with them a little bit. But yeah, we I mean not really. We oh. kind of yeah, it was good. Uh, is my bar- my wife's birthday today? Oh, as we well, record this, so I'll tell her happy birthday. And uh, yeah, I guess that's. I guess I guess that leads us to the news. Yeah. Um, so why don't we kick it off this week with a topic that is highly monitored by the ag industry, uh, especially here at, uh, Farm Bureau, the Environmental Protection Agency or the EPA, as we referred to them at the beginning, uh, finalized a rule just before the year that would revert protections for millions of streams, marshes, and other bodies of water to levels that existed before the Obama administration changes in 2015, 
uh, we often refer to the that as WOTUS, and that's a yeah. that's a big deal, a, a, a benchmark in this in this place. Um, uh, this is all detailed in reporting from the uh, from the New York Times, uh, which we uh, have which we reference for our story here today. The changes came just before the Supreme Court's expected to rule in a major case that could reduce the government's authority to regulate wetlands. Uh, some experts say the EPA's move is strategic, and by getting a rule on the books now, could ensure a broader definition of which waterways qualify for federal protection under the Clean Water Act. Uh, under the new rule, the EPA revived a definition of what constitutes waters of the United States. I think I called that WOTUS a second yeah, ago, yeah. but yeah, um, that had been in place since 1986. Yeah, describing, uh, I was alive then, if you're wondering. I was born in June of that year. Okay, that there year. you go. Yeah. Well, uh, describing the definition as familiar and foundational to decades of clean water progress. American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall said AFBF is extremely disappointed in the EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers, new waters of the United States rule. Uh, farmers and ranchers share the goal of protecting the nation's waterways, but they deserve rules that don't require team of attorneys and consultants to identify navigable waters uh, on their land. So, unfortunate um, for farmers, yeah. certainly from our perspective, uh, but more more to happen there. Yeah, you know, with the new administration, we kind of assumed they were going to try to go after something like this again. Uh-huh. Uh, and with you know, the efforts Farm Bureau's put in, this is kind of like a, you know, not something we really anticipated, or we did anticipate it, but uh-huh. not something we were hoping for. Yeah, certainly the timing interesting with an anticipated uh, Supreme Court ruling yeah, too. So, absolutely. Anyway, we'll 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 continue to watch that and report back as as it evolves. Yeah. Well, moving along, uh, researchers at the University of Arkansas want to know more about how Arkansas farmers, consultants, and professionals are using precision agriculture. Oh, nice. This is kind of kind of hits home for me because before I was an extension, I was a precision ag consultant for John Deere dealerships in eastern Arkansas. But uh, Dr. Aureli Ponset, mm-hmm. Assistant Professor of Precision Agriculture for the University of Arkansas System, a division division of agriculture, has launched a survey and efforts to identify research and education educational needs within precision agriculture. Okay. Um, she was quoted, this survey will help our team identify research and educational needs and priorities for precision agriculture and soil testing in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. We will use the collected information to define a common stakeholder vision for precision agriculture in Arkansas and identify some of the challenges that must be overcome to maximize benefits from technology use, soil testing, and scouting. Okay. Uh, working with Ponset are Don Johnson, professor in the Department of Agricultural Education, Communications, and Technology, and Nathan Slayton, assistant director of the Arkansas Agricultural Experiment Station and head of the division soil testing lab in Mariana. Yep. So Johnson said the results of the study will help research and extension personnel target their efforts to meet producers' priorities in the area of precision agriculture. Results of the survey should be compiled by fall of 2023. And for our listeners or viewers at home, if you're willing or wanting to participate in the survey, you can go to area go to aaes.uada.edu for more details. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty interesting stuff for me. Like I said, it's kind of hits home for me, some of my yeah. experience and background, but this is kind of driver of how agriculture is progressing now. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what results come of this survey and what producers really want. Well, I think it's interesting because we, as, a, as an organization, Farm Bureau, we're always encouraging producers to step up, make your voice heard, get involved, you know, be a, 
be a part of the conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, unquestionably the the work that the university does is, is valuable. Yeah. So this is that really interesting intersection of 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 taking a valuable asset or resource like the university, feeding into that what you need and yep. what's helpful to you, and and the results would be. I mean, not just the survey results, but the results are programming, research, yeah. data to help you implement. Yeah, that like you said, this is an opportunity for you to get involved and get what you yeah. want out of it. You know, right? So if if, exactly. you, if you don't, then just kind of missing out or hoping they hit what you need yeah exactly well that's good man that's a that's a good one for sure thanks for bringing that one yeah so let's step away from the news to hear about how you can help cultivate safe roads in arkansas awesome arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week that means when you hit the road you may be sharing it with farm equipment especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers they'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. You know, um, this is something that's important, obviously, year-round. But, man, we turn that corner of the new year, and, you know, it, obviously, you know, ranchers moving around all the time, hay and whatnot, but – but I mean, it's going to be row crop season. I mean, we're going to see planters before we know it. Yeah, and so, time moves fast, right? So, yeah, um, super especially important. if the weather holds up. You know? Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, I mean, I've been to farm and gin shows last weekend of, of February where it was empty because it was seventy degrees and yeah. sunny. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of ready for everything to get churned back up too. To be honest with you, you know, in Arkansas, we're good for about thirty. 30 days or so of winter and then uh if there's no snow to be seen we're like let's yeah. get back to yeah, it's it it's not the snow i'm done with it, right <laughs> i did see a, a a tweet speaking of meteorologists and and accuracy yeah i did see a, a tweet from james bryan at ktv um the other day he's like look we have exceeded our snowfall record and temperature you know low temperatures by like 200 percent. don't mm-hmm. quote me on that but he's like I think we're probably done with any cool winter activities really? for this year. He's like, it's, it's, it, you know, every, what goes up must come down and yeah. it's time for us to re recalibrate. Well, here, I don't want to jinx we'll myself, see. but please no ice storms. Yeah, I, I, no I'm doubt. Done with them. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, next up is a topic that we've been advocating for and in fact have clear policy to address. Uh, that's the extension of net metering rates in Arkansas. Yep. Uh, based on reporting from Kyle Massey at Arkansas Business, the Arkansas Public Service Commission issued a ruling before the year ended that, with legislative approval, will lock down the rates that customers will receive from utilities for the solar power they contribute to the power grid until 2040. Um, that ruling, uh, that those rate uh, guarantees were um, only locked into the end of 2022. So um, the Arkansas Legislative Council had been expected to take up the issue at its December meeting, but concern uh, began circulating when the meeting c- concluded without any PSC action. 
Uh, this ruling makes it likely that legislative approval will come quickly and that major uh, disruptions will be avoided. According to Massey's article, the ruling by the PSC, which regulates public utilities in the state, was unanimous and extends the current structure, a favorable one-to-one rate that gives solar customers roughly the same price for the power they put on the grid as the retail rate paid for uh, from utilities until the arrangement sunsets in 2020. Uh, The ruling rejected a motion by a minority of the state's electric cooperatives to dismiss the rulemaking for a lack of jurisdiction over the subject matter, quote, uh, and dismissed separate dismissal motions by Carroll Electric Cooperative of Berryville and Arkansas Electric Cooperative of Little Rock. It also rejected a motion by Entergy Arkansas to hold proceedings in uh, bans temporarily. Uh, the ruling finds the rates, uh, quote, as revised herein are reasonable, appropriate, and in the public interest and are hereby adopted to be uh, effective upon review and approval by the governor and the Arkansas Legislative Council. That's good news. Yeah, uh, real good news. You know, solar is so has become such a, a, a an integral part of, yeah. of ag operations. You've seen it across the Delta, but also poultry. You know, on putting it on Big poultry time. houses. Huge. Big time. Uh, we've got a story on our website uh, or our YouTube channel, whichever you prefer, of a family in, I believe, Johnson County uh, that won an award, a national award from Butterball, uh, for their poultry yeah. operation and the imp, uh, how they've integrated uh, solar into that program and, and things like that. I mean, it just, I mean, energy cost is so huge, especially in that poultry side of the yeah. business. Um, and to be able to offset that and, and contribute back to the grid with what you're generating, too, is just. Some Farm Bureau's been involved with it for a while. You know, we've got policy stating it and um, different avenues we've been trying to approach this. So, I think our membership's going to be pretty happy to hear this one. Yeah, I think we were. Yeah, as you said, we've got policy that addresses it that that extension of 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 the rule, and I know just based on talking to folks on our team, we were having those conversations with the PSC, with the governor's office, with the legislators, yeah. and so anyway, round of applause for our team for their work on this. Um, but honestly, just really great news overall. Well, lastly, we'll we'll, we'll kind of wrap things up news wise here. Okay. Um, the Arkansas Department of Agriculture's Arkansas Grown Program is partnering with several other agricultural associations and will host the first Arkansas Grown Conference and Expo. Uh, the four-day conference will be held on January 25th through the 28th, 2023, so it's coming up pretty soon Yeah, at the Embassy Suites in West Little Rock, not too far here from the Farm mm-hmm. Bureau building. The conference and expo will consist of workshops, speakers, off-site, farm tours, networking opportunities, and a vendor trade show. Evening events at the Sunset Lodge at the Rusty Tractor Vineyard and the University of Arkansas Plasky Tech Culinary and Hospitality Management Institute will showcase Arkansas-grown food and include an Arkansas-grown wine tasting. Hello. So, yeah. The Arkansas-grown conference and expo is open to all parties interested in the Arkansas agriculture industry and will focus on farmers and producers who produce for the local food system here in the state. The deadline to register and make hotel room reservations is January 11th, 2023, uh, that's also for trade show booths. So they extended that deadline as well. So if you're interested in a trade show uh, booth for that conference, you have until January 11th nice. to register. For more conference details and to register, of course, go to the ArkansasGrown.com or ArkansasGrown.com and search Arkansas Grown Conference. Yeah. Uh, this is this is huge for the state. We haven't. It's kind of what the specialty crop or local food scene in the state is really needed at a statewide conference. Yeah, uh, it's a replacing some of the, some older 
conferences and meetings that we had, but with all mm-hmm. these other associations getting involved, uh, I'm going to be there. I'm excited yeah. about it. So, well, you know, where my mind goes media inspection. Yeah, media inspection yeah. legislation and the ability to process your own, uh, you know, protein, animal protein yeah. grown on the farm. Um, and I guarantee you there's some folks who have taken advantage of that meat inspection bill that will want to attend this, Should. have a booth, what, you know, whatever that may yeah. be. And there, I think uh, there's going to be a lot of educational opportunities here at this conference trying yeah. to kind of hear from other people and how they've done it or even extension specialists yeah. you know, on uh, production practices or maybe even marketing yeah. of your product. Oh, that's cool. You know, yeah. If you're talking about meat by the cut, you know, by the pound, whatever it may be, or the quarter. Half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's super cool. Well, good. that's another good one. All right. Well, that's uh, I think that's all the news for this week, Mr. Pistol. Of in a week of changes and a show of changes, please don't tell me you've taken away our fun of this day in history. I did not. I mean, okay. I don't know what it's going to evolve to this year. Okay. It is. I'm going to mix it up some. Okay. I, I like hate it. to. I don't want to do just uh, this day in history every week. Yeah. You know. Um, still fun, but I want to kind of mix it up just a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I picked some random stuff today. Oh, I like it. Some is, some is agriculture related. Um, see, like, we don't know what McMahon is into. Like, like we know Rob was like pop culture, history, exactly. tennis. Well, um, you know, I'm okay at music, but we don't have any clues. See, that's why it'll, it'll be a learning experience, I guess. Yeah. Right? That's why this whole thing is going to evolve. I dig You don't it. know what I'm going to throw at you. Every that's week, right. I but I am going to pick some stuff. Uh, it just so happens we're recording January 5th. Yes. Uh, guess whose eighth anniversary it is at Farm Bureau? Who's that? Me. Oh, really? Congratulations. Eight, eight years ago today. On January so, 5th. Yeah, January 5th. My goodness. Well, so, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. All right. How does that make um, you feel? You, you feel accomplished? You feel excited about it? I do. Uh, time flies. Time flies yeah. very quickly. How many offices you have you yeah. occupied in those eight years? Um, technically four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the first office I had, they demolished. And, oh, okay. And That's good. rebuilt, and then yeah. I got in one, then moved one down, and then moved three. You know. So was it taking you so eight years you- to collect all that? Memorabilia. You, have. Hey, you yeah, know, we do talk about Brian's office some on the show. One of these times, we're gonna have to do just a quick run through the office just to let everybody see it because it's what that would be a good video everybody yeah everybody wants to stop by i will tell you the last time we talked about the offices was our last show of last year and i'm going through watching it yes i do watch the the shows just to make sure we're putting on a good product and uh, Matthew surprised me with a walkthrough of the hallway with the Christmas decorations. Well, there we go. So, How about that? I'm not telling you that. Uh, I'm not telling you we're going to make that happen, <laughs> but I'm telling you it's been done. <laughs> my, uh, you know, my current residents are the ladybugs. So yeah. uh, oh, we might nice. get a little bit of that on video if we do it. But yeah. anyway, yeah, I, I welcome it. It's well, I've been here a year and a half. Yeah. A little over a year and a half. Yeah. And you've yeah. been in three offices in that time. So <laughs> it's uh, so. You can feel my pain for moving all that uh, stuff. For sure. It, every time someone comes in, they always say, you, you got a lot of stuff. Yeah, how so, do you move this? I mean, it's creative space. That's all that's I got it, to That's say. it. That's it. That's so, it. All right, what do you got for us? Um, on this day in 1933, this famous bridge began construction. Golden Gate. Golden Gate Bridge. <gasps> um, what was fascinating to me, the... Uh, that whole idea went back as far as 1869. Really? What was been, the... Well, genesis? it was all when they were 
doing the the gold rush boom, mm-hmm. you know, yep. 1849. That's when they discovered that whole area. And uh, an engineer came up with the idea to have a bridge that was, you know, way bigger than any bridge in existence at that time. And so they began um, construction on it. But it took that many years to get the funding and the Is that prior- its namesake? Too I like think, is I think like so. relating back to the gold rush. Yeah, from a, from Seems what like, I the golden gate. And then the Gate. 49ers are right. That yeah. that's all yeah, the 49ers re- adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Gold, you know yeah. it connects the land there. Yeah. So okay, it's beautiful bridge. And yeah, you know been across it a couple of times. Love it. Nice. Um, but uh, wish Jenny was here because oh she can answer this one. Uh, in 1980, uh, this famous rap song was a top 40 hit. Uh, it's the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Is that it? Yeah. Rapper, rapper's Delight. Well, we probably we can't afford it. We might not even be able to afford what I just did. Right. I don't know. Every once in a while, we'll throw a little bit in there. I'll do I'll do some of that every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay, how about an ag trivia fact? Uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. Do it. Um, I like this. So, farm and ranch families comprise less than... What percentage of the U.S. population? 2%. There you go. Really? See, I knew he was going to grab some. Less than 2%. I'm an economist. I mean. You're right. See, I, see, uh, our first hint. I could go on, but I need to save some because we're going to continue to evolve this. Yeah. Um, I even want to throw some uh, ag trivia from movies and Ooh, yeah. other stuff into it. Oh, I yeah. love that. See? Man, um, I like the way you're thinking. Kevin Costner really comes to mind. Um, well, see, I was going to give you a real easy one there, and you just named it. So Sorry, I'm a big movie guy. If you build yeah. it, they will come. Are you really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, so yeah, yeah, what yeah, was yeah, that? Yeah. What was the commodity in that? Corn. Corn. Absolutely. Corn. Yeah. Yeah. See, that Corn. one's easy. You got your easy one, That's so we'll it. go from there. <laughs> man, I'm going to be <laughs> tested on this show. Man, man, I'm not a movie guy. So <laughs> You and Brian, though, and Rob, Rob was too. But yeah. all right. Well, that was fun. Thank you for that. Look mm-hmm. forward to continuing uh, to see how that, how you make us look silly on uh, camera. So, hey, we're yeah. going to have some fun. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week. Uh, thanks for following along with the Arkansas iCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch the video production every Thursday at 2 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version later on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure to leave us a review when you have two extra minutes. Yeah. The Arkansas iCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. Me, John McMinn. We'll see you next week. The air guitar. <laughs> <laughs>